how is it July already? Where the heck has 2021 gone? Do you agree? Has it just flown by for you as well? Happy Canada Day and happy July 4th this past weekend to all my Canadian and American friends. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited for some new reality TV this summer as well. And by new, I mean old trusty faithfuls. I'm a huge Big Brother fan, so I'm super excited about Big Brother. And then Bachelor in Paradise is back this summer. That's always a good time. (laughs) And then there is also another season of Love Island. So lots of really fun (laughs) waste of time reality TV. But hey, you, you gotta watch it, right? You gotta watch it. Let me know if you are watching it or what you're watching. Um, no, this is not a podcast about reality TV, but you know, just keeping it real, checking in on you guys before we head into today's episode. On the show today, I have a really good friend of mine who I actually went to nutritional therapy school with, Peg. And Peg is actually interviewing me in this call that we did for her group coaching program. And I thought it would be fun to put out as a podcast episode because between the two of us, Peg and I have a lot of experience in helping other coaches get started in the very beginning of their business. So This episode is going to go into more details about really what you need to prioritize and what you need to focus on when you're just starting out, when the clients aren't knocking down your door, when you feel like you're only making pennies here and there and things are not going consistently at all for you and that overwhelm just starts to creep in. Yeah, this episode is going to be for you. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's dive into this conversation all about starting up your coaching business with Peg. I'm Lexi Sparrow, holistic nutritionist turned business strategist who believes there's a much easier way to build your dream business online. It all starts by getting clear on the simple, straightforward strategies that support you. I created the Magnetic Business Podcast for coaches, consultants, and service-based entrepreneurs who are looking to start, launch, and grow their own successful online business in a way that feels aligned with how they want to spend their time and share their genius with the world. Each episode brings you a blend of step-by-step strategies, mini trainings, and energetic topics like human design and manifestation, so you can start taking serious action in the way that you were designed to be most successful. If you're ready to build your own blueprint to your most rewarding and thriving online business, then you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Hello, Lexi. How are you today? I'm good and I'm excited for this conversation. I am so excited too. So I work with a group of coaches that are just starting their business. So you are the perfect person to talk to today because I know what you do, but they don't know what you do. Tell them what you do so that they can see why you can help us today. Awesome. Okay. So essentially what I do is help people take that idea, that, that little baby idea of, I want to build this dream business. I've gone back to school and I've got a certification. I'm really passionate about something. I know I have this idea. I see other people using this idea. How do I actually turn that into a business that lets me start to make money 
lets me live that lifestyle that I want so that it's set up sustainably. So I'm not burnt out. I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm not trying to do a million things at once in my first couple of years of business. I'm really focused on taking that idea and building it into my dream business. Yeah, that's awesome. Cause that's kind of what we do too. So it's great that we're connecting and swapping ideas here. So when I look at my, my coaches that I work with, we use a niching process that we call the five P's. And basically we sort out what's the problem you solve? Who's the person you solve it for? What positioning do you have? How does your process work? And then what is the potential benefit to your client? So when I look at what you're saying there, my question for you is, what problem do you solve for your clients? If you had to put a specific, you know, one phrase problem, what would it be? I help them focus on what they need to do to actually start making money in their business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that will, that will help you maybe grow your audience or create this fancy package, or I'm really focused on let's figure out the simple tasks that you need to start actually making money in your business. Uh, so their problem is they don't have money coming in. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So we talk about four C's in my business and one of them is cash. Like how do we do the mindset around money? How do we actually do the how to around it? What does it actually look like? How do we build that part out? So I love what you do. You mentioned simple steps. Tell us a little bit about the simple steps that you have going on. In yeah. Your business. So I think that in today's world, we have access to so much information and so many amazing, amazing expanders, right? Mm-hmm. You look on Instagram or you look on Facebook, or you listen to a podcast and we have these amazing expanders who've mm-hmm. built these awesome businesses and they're literally doing it all. And we want mm-hmm. to, we want to do that. We want to jump right into their shoes and do the YouTube channel and the podcast and have the course and the, but it's great to look at them and know that's possible. We can get there someday. Here's some ideas. But in order for us to actually start making money, we have to start at square one. And square one can be really simple. It can be a simple peg as saying, hey, I want to work with you. Here's a link to a PayPal page. Can you pay me for my service? Or, hey, here's my um, business um, email address. You can debit me you know, some money on your banking app. Like it can literally be that simple to start working with somebody. So Mm -hmm. when I work with people, I take them through probably quite a similar process as to what you're doing with, with your group, but Mm -hmm. figuring out, do I need a niche? What my niche looks like um, Mm -hmm. really diving into some of the energetics behind that, the intuition Mm -hmm. piece of that as well and figuring out, okay, how do I take this thing that I'm passionate about and actually turn it into a niche? So exactly what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Then we define what their, what the thing is that they're selling. What the heck is their offer? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And what is the easiest thing that they can start selling right now? Mm, I love that. Love that. So Easy. is it, yeah. Is it something that, you know, they learned in school? Does it have to be created? Can we just make it simple so that in two weeks from now, if someone wanted to work with you, 
you know, and you can always change it later. So we focus on like, what's that first offer? Maybe it's a package, maybe it's a one-on-one service, but what's that thing that we can get out there? And then we launch it and we launch it in a really simple, easy, like no stress. Let's just experiment and see what happens. And I've got some steps for people to follow. And it's not this huge high pressure launch zone. It's literally you just saying, Hey, I'm a business owner. I'm actually selling something. So that's really, that's my baby of taking people through that process. And then of course, after you launch, it's like, what comes next? So then we work on, you know, going back through the process. Where do we need to tweak things? How can we make things more efficient? All of that that comes after. But really, I think it's similar to what you're doing where it's like, where, how, what's this idea? How do I talk about it in a way that my market actually knows what the heck I'm talking about? Yes. What's my first offer? And then how do I actually get that out there in a no pressure zone? Yeah. And I love how you talked about comparison in there. Like we look at some of, I call them the bigs. We all know who the bigs are in our fields and we look at what they're doing and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm not where she is. I must really stink at this. I, and we go into this compare and despair. So knowing that you are where you're supposed to be is a huge, huge piece and owning that and bringing that forward with you is huge. Yeah, I would agree. And you have to remember that a lot of these people have massive teams behind them. Mm. And even if you go a couple levels down to somebody who's maybe making 5k a month or 10k a month in their business, they mm. have a VA, they have someone doing their social, they have someone doing, you know, maybe they come up with the ideas and the concepts of things, but they have someone, you know, spending hours on Teachable or Kajabi putting it <laughs> in for them, yes. you know, and we don't yet. So you kind of have to have that, um, that vision of, okay, this is going to be me for a while. Doesn't mean I can't do it. Doesn't mean I can't ask for help when I'm ready either, mm. but I can't expect my business to skyrocket in the next two years to that level, you know, until I make money so I can pay people to help me. Yes. So true. Like if we were talking weight loss and we wanted to lose 50 pounds, we wouldn't talk about losing the 49th pound. We would talk about losing the first pound. Yes. I love that. Oh, what do we need to do then to make this so easy? Like I talk about, the frog in the pot of hot water. You've probably heard this analogy. There's a frog and you put him in a pot of hot water. If the pot's water, if the water in the pot is super hot, the frog's going to jump out right away. And here's where it gets a little gruesome. If you put the frog in the water and the water's cool and then you turn it up, uh. the frog will actually stay in there and he'll let himself get cooked. So either way, or, or this, that second way, we actually get what we want. We get a cooked frog, if that's yeah. what you're into. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what do we do then to get the frog into that cool pot of water and then slowly start to crank it up? What's yeah. our first step? I think it is really defining what your priority is in your business right now. Like figuring out what stage of business you're in and stage to me is irrelevant. We could name them ABC, one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, it is literally you're not making any money in your business yet. You could be an Instagram superstar for all I care. If you're not making money, you're still kind of in that same stage, that first stage of your business. 
Second stage would be, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm making some money. I'm seeing some clients. It's feeling pretty good. And then in my business, stage three is everybody that's above that, right? Of course, there's mm. a ton of different levels, but in my business, I'm mostly working with one, two, and three in this scenario. So figuring out like, where are you at, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're not making money in your business or you're not making the type of money you want, like maybe you're seeing mm-hmm. clients, but to you, that doesn't feel good. Like you want to mm-hmm. make a little bit more, or you want some more clients that needs to be your first priority right? We need to figure out how we can make you more money. So for me, if you're not making money, that's always your first priority. But if you are, and you are feeling good about that, you're getting some traction with clients, then it's really up to you to decide what the heck is your priority in your business, because you can't be spinning all of the plates at once. Mm. It's just not efficient, right? So we need to figure out whatever that focus is. And we could talk about a few different examples of focus, but I'd love to see what your thoughts are on that. Oh, you are so speaking my language. When you're talking about plate spinning, I talk about four cars on four different lanes of the highway. Uh, connecting, converting, coaching, and cash are my four lanes. And you got to drive all four cars and you can't drive them all at the same time. That would be the spinny part. Totally. I love it. I love it. And I talk about too, how you move from one city to the next. So I have fancy terms. I have (laughs) beginner coach city, which is probably what you're talking about where we're not really making any money yet. And then the next coach is, or city is builder coach city. I'm really original. And then we've got booked coach city and then we've got bold coach city. Ooh, so, I love same, those. Same process, different words. I love it. But I want to hear more about, so you've got someone coming into one of your, you work primarily with health coaches, right? Wellness right. people. Yeah. So they come into you. What are some of the big challenges that they have right out of the gate? Mm. So for the people who are, haven't made any money in their business yet, Mm -hmm. it's usually because not, not for lack of hard work at all. They're working Mm. hard. They've been working hard for months. And I know Peg, you and I know this feeling because we've done this before Mm -hmm. in our businesses too. Yes. But they're not actually seeing any return on their investment. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's no money actually coming in. And you're starting to set up a business in a way that kind of tells the universe and yourself that the only way that this is going to work is if I like white knuckle it and I'm working all hours and I'm constantly struggling and it's hard and I have to figure it all out. Right. Which is the exact opposite of what we all want and why we went into business in the first place. So for most of those who are in your, you called them beginner, beginner city. Beginner coach city. Yes. Okay. So in beginner coach city, a lot of what we do is, is go through and define, okay, who are you? Who do you help? Who do you serve? And why are you the person to do that? Mm. That confidence aspect. And for me, I use a little bit of human design. I use a little bit of the intuitive side of like in my soul, right? Cause a lot of us as life coaches, as health mm. coaches, it's a passion of ours and it's connected to our deeper purpose for being here. So mm-hmm. let's connect that to your business as well. Like let's figure out who you are, who you serve, why you're doing what you're doing, why you're the person to do it and get clarity around. Now I know who I am and I know who my clients are. How am I going to make money doing this? What does that look like? Yes. 
Yeah. So I love how you talk about that belief, that, that positioning piece. Um, I call that the shift. The moment you totally believe that you are the exact person that your clients need. And I love how you say that. That's awesome. But now you brought up something else that I want to talk about because you haven't mentioned it a whole lot. And I know it's a big (laughs) part of who you are. You know what I'm getting at, don't you? Yes. Tell us more about human design. So human design is an amazing system that's actually kind of like an amalgamation of a ton of ancient systems that have existed for thousands and thousands of years. You know, the I Ching, um, parts of the Kabbalah, but it's also mixed in with quantum mechanics and, you know, molecular science and how particles and things move in in the world around us. And so on a high level, it it is actually very scientific. Someone's put all of these systems together, but on a very just like easy to understand level, it's essentially saying that each of us has an energetic system that we are born into this earth with. And this energetic system, if we learn how to read it or kind of tap into it and and learn more about it, can really tell us how we are meant to move in this world as energetic Mm. beings, how we're supposed to exchange with other people, how we're Mm. supposed to, you know, build our business with more ease. And really like what we're supposed to look out for in the world um, that might try to force us in a different direction. It's not truly us because we know energetics are not that we are all conditioned, right? From the time we were mm-hmm. little into our parents' beliefs or our church beliefs or our school or whatever that thing was. And so mm-hmm. when I use human design in the business aspect, a lot of it is let's come back to like that little girl, that inner child sort of version, but on an energetic level, like what comes easy to you that you might not even know comes easy to you because it comes easy to you, right? Like you don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Or what have you been conditioned to believe about yourself, right? And so Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, for me, I'm a human design type that's called a projector. So that's my energy type. There's five main energy types. As a projector, I was very conditioned to believe that I was bossy, (laughs) that I always had to be first, you know, that I was too competitive, that I always had to be, you know, talking over somebody. And really, that's a part of my my design, but that's kind of like that me using my design in the wrong way. So as soon as I learned that, it changed so much for me. It flipped from, no, I'm not bossy. I have a lot of wisdom to share, but I have to wait for the right people to share it with. And that feels so much better than, you know, talking on deaf ears. So, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yes. So there's so, so much to learn about it. But for me, it's really cool to see, okay, sometimes when we're struggling with things like our niche or what should our, um, what should our, you know, signature program look like, we can sometimes mm-hmm. tap into some of those pieces of our human design chart and go, mm-hmm. actually, I'm a really great leader, or I'm really good at breaking things down into simple systems and pieces. And yeah, and you can use that in in your business as well as one of your gifts. Totally. I love how you put that so easily. Like we're conditioned to believe that this part is wrong about us with from all those places, you know, the world tells us we're wrong. But then when we flip it around and say, wait, this is a gift, how can I use it? It really does blow your mind. Yes. I feel like it's given so many of my clients 
so much of the, I mean, we use empowerment and we throw that word out there, but truly mm-hmm. that's what it is, right? It, it lets you take ownership of the pieces of you that need to be shining in your business that maybe you haven't used in a while, again, because you're conditioned not to, mm-hmm. or because they're so easy. You don't think that you can get paid to have mm-hmm. that as part of your work. So we kind of shine them up, do some of that inner work on them and put those into our business design. I love it. I use a lot of car analogies in my in my group here. And so that would be like polishing the car. Yes. Like a big car wash. And then you discover what, oh, my car is actually blue, not brown. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, while someone else is washing your car for you, you can go and be at the spa and regenerate your brain. Uh, Yes. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) We got to stay in what I call transformation land. Always like what lights us up so that we can light up other people as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So tell us about like some practical little tip that you can give us today that we can run with right now. Okay. So for those coaches who are um, really just trying to take that idea and turn it into a profit, trying to build that business, we kind of talked about it. It's that focus. Mm -hmm. I would get really, really clear on what your roadmap is. So that you can kind of put blinders on because it's really easy to get that comparisonitis where you're on Instagram or you're even looking at other people who are in your collective, in your group program that you're working with. And you're going, man, they're so far ahead of me, or it feels like they're so far ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So for you, if you have those priorities and you have that focus and you go, okay, you know, we're, we're moving into April. So for April, my focus is to work on this, you know, mm-hmm. and then check, and then you move on to your next step and then check. So your roadmap might look a little bit different depending on what your niche is, where you're at, how much experience you have, mm-hmm. um, what kind of awesome coach you're working with and what tools they give you. Right. But mm-hmm. I think, um, for very, very, like when you're just starting out creating that roadmap where you've got maybe a handful of steps, that are going to, that you have to do to make you money, right? It doesn't have to be this huge six month process, just formulating some kind of plan for yourself of like, okay, here's the three to five things I need to do to start making money, like in the next couple months. So that's huge. And then for those who are making money, it's formulating the plan of like, what's next? Because that's a huge source of overwhelm too. It's like, I've sold the program. I have clients. People are actually coming Mm -hmm. to me wait a second. Now I don't have as much time in the day. My schedule is filling up. Wait, I'm calculating if I charge $90 an hour for one hour and like how many people am I good? I can't take on a thousand people a month to make what I want kind of thing. So you have to formulate the steps for starting to scale your business. Mm-hmm. And scale doesn't mean you have to jump to this massive launch in online course that the internet tells you. <laughs> scale could be just baby steps. But I think mm-hmm. once you start making some money and that feels really good and you feel like, oh, I, I'm awesome at that transformation. I know how to sell it to people. Yeah. Then starting to plan out, okay, how do I scale this? Like, what are my next steps? Mm-hmm. And again, focus, focus, focus. Do you want to have a growth period where maybe you do just focus on a a freebie and social media or starting a podcast and all of that to, to grow your audience? 
awesome, but you can't do that. Like you said, your cars, you can't do that at the same time as onboarding a bunch of new clients that you're going to try to wow. So it's again, picking your lane, as you say, and I think really figuring out, okay, which car is doing really well? Like which car could I almost put on autopilot for a little bit? Um, You know, and then which one is like lagging behind that maybe I've ignored for the inner work? Or maybe I've just ignored because I don't know what to do with it, or it just hasn't been the time to focus on that in my business. And then again, three to five steps. What's your plan for the next quarter, the next three to four months? Mm -hmm. I love how you lay it out like I do. You just make it simple. What's the three to five steps that you need to move in each area of your business? Yeah. Keep it simple. Before we go, though, I do have one more question that I didn't ask earlier. And I'm so curious about social media. How do you think it plays into a new coach's business? Mm, I feel like if you like social media, if it's something that's fun to you, if maybe that's a creative outlet for you, or you have a lot of connections. So maybe you're one of those people who still has 3000 Facebook friends that you actually, you know, know from high school or from your small town or whatever, and you have connections with those people, it can be a really valuable resource in your business. But if you don't love social media, you don't have to use it. You don't have to use it. You can build a business (laughs) without social media. Yeah, people have done it. Or no years before it was in existence. I don't know how (laughs) (laughs) we're being so foolish here, but yes, you can. It's one of the biggest obstacles I find though, is that my coaches come to me and they're like, Oh, I have to be everywhere on social Mm. and it really slows them down. So I love you hearing you say that. No, it is possible. And I think if you are on social in the beginning, pick one that you really enjoy. Maybe to you that's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's Pinterest, maybe it's LinkedIn, whatever it is, stick with one where you're gonna actually put your time and energy into. And then remember, this is not a direct return on your investment of time, money, effort. So this should come in those moments in your business after you've kind of checked off some of those big bucket things in the day. This is like a, for me, it's a creative outlet, right? I like doing the pictures or the, for other people, they love to write the stories and share the stories. Some people love to get on video and chat. So whatever part of that, and if it's for you, use that to your advantage and know that you do not have to be doing it all. Again, the people who are showing up every day or they're, you know, going crazy, they're using all the reels. They probably have a team doing that for them, or they have a team running the rest of their business so that, that they can do that. Right. So I think, again, we talked about narrowing your focus, making it simple, you know, yes, you might have a client who finds you from Instagram and it pays you, but they're probably going to enter some sort of let's find out about Peg and Lexi, mm-hmm. you know, on your website or something else. Not, they're not going to click a link on from Instagram and buy, you know, studies have pretty much shown that now that people don't really buy off Instagram. They're actually more likely to buy off Facebook. So I think really just finding if you like it, awesome, pick one, focus on that and have it be like your recess time, like when you need a break or come up with a system where you, you, you schedule stuff once a month and then it's ready to go and, and not have it be a main focus in your business, at least not until 
you're, you're making money consistently. Oh, I love that answer. So much wisdom there. Love it. Love it. Love it. So Lexi, this has been totally awesome. I've enjoyed every single minute of it. Yeah. Tell us how people can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about human design and how you set up your program. Yeah, you can just come to LexiSparrow.com. So L-E-X-I-E-S-P-A-R-R-O-W.com. That's the best place to come and see all things in my business. And you can email me at hello at LexiSparrow.com. I'm also on Instagram. That's my, my Instagram is my uh, social media of choice. So Lexi.Sparrow, but yeah, send me an email, come check out the website and let's just chat and see where you're at in your business. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lexi. It's been a pleasure. You're so welcome. All of her links will be in the show notes below. And of course, if you want to connect with me, you know where to do it. All the links will be in the show notes below as well. I will see you guys next week for another episode. Have a fantastic week.